Welcome to the Media Bubble Podcast. I'm Carol and he's Frederick. And let's get this show on the road. Hey, it's time for another bubbly episode. And this bubbly occasion is, of course, Halloween. Or close to it, the week of Halloween. I'm not exactly sure when is uh, Halloween is the last day of October, correct? Exactly. I think it's the 31st of October. Yeah, then it will be on a Tuesday this year. Jeez, that sucks. <laughs> I always I always imagine like, oh, Halloween, that's probably like a weekend, right? Like, people don't celebrate anything important in the middle of the week. No, no. Well, it is on Tuesday birthday, but I guess the celebrations will be in the week before or the week of Halloween. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, because I can't imagine uh, parents spending their time with their kids trick-or-treating on a Tuesday. Just seems weird. I can't imagine imagine it at all. I didn't celebrate Halloween when I was younger. You didn't? You never did? Why? No way. In, in Sweden, we don't celebrate Halloween. Some, some kind of do because we have seen a lot of American media. But uh, the true... Thing that we celebrated is Alohelgonas uh, uh, Nat. Yeah, so it's like the day after. It's pretty similar for us in Poland as well. It's Zadushki, uh, so which basically just it means you just visit your local uh, cemetery and light a candle for people who have been forgotten by their families. Yeah, that's kind of how it is in here as well. Plus some uh, some food celebrations like. Uh, Duck and goose. That is the first time I'm hearing of this, honestly. Duck and duck and goose. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that's one of the. Um, that's kind of the food we uh, that is traditionally eaten on, uh, Alohelganas. Um. But well, I used to celebrate Halloween. Not in a big, like not in like a super big way, like they they do in the United States. But each year, I try to do something special. It's just that with recent years, it's kind of fizzled out for me. Yeah, I guess I guess so in some way. Um, but in today's uh, episode, we're going to discuss a movie that we have both seen, and I guess it's a bit of a sequel to uh, the channels. Uh, Undeniable most popular episode. We're talking about Scooby-Doo again. But this time, they're visiting Zombie Island. Yeah, which, uh, if, if you follow anything about Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo fandom and things like that, you will know that Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island is like the most celebrated Scooby-Doo movie. Like, the comparison of how people talk about Zombie Island compared to Pretty much any other Scooby-Doo film is like miles apart. Like people really hail Scooby-Doo on some island as the best Scooby-Doo film. And I guess it's also an apt description. It's one of the better ones for sure. Yeah, and uh, to give a bit information on Scooby-Doo on Samba Island, uh, it released on September twenty second, nineteen ninety eight, and. Uh, for once upon a time, it was during one of Scooby-Doo's rare, rare um, 
one of Scooby-Doo's rare hiatus because Scooby-Doo barely has any hiatus to be honest but the last show apparently was a pup named Scooby-Doo which was which ended in like the early 1990s and this was released in the later 90s and Scooby-Doo on some island was supposed to be a one-off thing the, so the creative team had a little bit more freedom than what they usually have because this was just to be supposed to be a one-off thing but it proved I guess popular enough to uh, revitalize the Scooby-Doo franchise and I guess three kind of direct sequels that were made by the same team follow follow this film which was Scooby-Doo and the Witch Ghost, uh, Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders and Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. I think I've, all of all of these titles, I remember Cyber Chase for some reason most like vividly. Me too, but that's because I actually had Cyber Chase as a DVD on when think, I was a but kid. But I also think they just did a lot of reruns of it on Cartoon Network. That's my memory, at least. Not my Cartoon Network. Uh, if there was something that I saw saw reruns of, it was actually Alien Invaders, if I'm counting networks. The other three, no. But let's get into it in this special one-of-a-kind supposed-to-be movie. Yeah, how do you want to talk about uh, this movie? Do you want to talk about how we usually talk when we go through the story at the same time? or We could, we could. Uh, although, um, I feel we might go off for too long if we try. Yeah, I, I guess we can go through the story a bit quicker in that case. I can recap if you want to. At least, if if you are so far into this review slash let's talk about this movie, give it a watch. It's spooky season. It's perfectly fits the theme. It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's the classic Scooby-Doo humor with the kind of... I guess Scooby-Doo has kind of always been a bit of horror elements because they are go there is ghost he's chasing but it has never really felt that scary because it, there's a lot of humor in Scooby-Doo. Because it has potential to be scary just as a shown in Zombie Island but there's always the thought that well it's always some kind of a dude in a costume or lady in a costume that's orchestrating well, Not this. in this case. <laughs> exactly. And that's another reason why this one is so popular. Uh, oh right I was supposed to recap the story. Yes. So the story is that uh, after a, a while the Scooby gang has uh, br broken up again. They don't see each other, just like me and Carol. <laughs> Yikes! I I just saw you last week, man. What is that supposed to mean? That's uh, that's uh, that's uh, something that I said in our original Scooby-Doo episode that I just kind of, uh, yeah. I just brought that out again, I guess. But uh, the Scooby Gang has gone. The Scooby Gang has gone different way. Uh, uh, Fred and uh, Daphne has their own TV show where they are searching for real life ghosts, and it has become really popular. And they are getting a season two. Uh, let's see. Velma owns a books uh, bookstore. It's a mystery bookstore. Yeah, the bookstore. Um, Let's see, it, it, it has a lot of um, mystery books, I guess. And Shaggy and Scooby are 
What the heck is it it called in English? They are... Customs. Yeah, they are custom, which... Weirdly enough, when I actually saw them performing their work, you, you kind of just like, well, they kind of are perfect for this. Exactly. Like, it's a shame that they get fired at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, because uh, they, they were supposed to find the illegal food and uh, it's Shaggy and Scooby. And of course they are going to find the food because that's where, what they are good at. Yeah, but they, they're giving kind of the vibe that they're bouncing between jobs because they're not in the mystery gang anymore. Yeah, and that's kind of what... Uh, so Fred gives Daphne a surprise and they are... Um, they are getting the gang back together to solve other mysteries for Daphne's uh, show. Yes, so it wasn't ghost to coast. It was Daphne's attempt to uh, to find a, like a real spooky, like real ghosts mystery monsters. Yeah, and so and so the show be, 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 begins. Can I just say that I actually. This plot kind of reminds me of the 2002 movie, at least the beginning of it. Where oh my god, I it, thought the same thing! Where it's kind of like they have broken up and they have grown up a bit, I guess, and gone their own, own pet a little bit, but I think it's handled in a much better way than the live-action movie. Or how do, did you feel? I feel exactly the same way, since... Comparison, like comparing this to the or to the live action, at least the first one when they broke up. They, well, they didn't really evolve. They just kind of split up. Everybody was mad, and then they they got back together. But here's like, yeah, I mean, let's just split up and try different things with our lives. Yeah, the, this is kind of also uh, this is weirdly enough more realistic of of uh, it's just time and time changes you and. Yeah, it's believable. You, you want to go on in different places sometimes. And I think it's also handled way more nicely since Daphne's job directly ties into the story. This is the reason for why they're going. I almost feel like Daphne is the main character in this movie. I wouldn't say so. I never got a, I never got that vibe. Well, uh, I, I, it's a Scooby-Doo movie and they all have their equal parts. But Daphne is more actually driven in the store story than what she usually is like she is really the one that is going after uh, the mystery and trying to uh, find a real ghost well i mean her job is at stake so it makes sense which is nice because the movie also shows that uh, but the gang decide that louisiana uh, will be the next kind of spooky mysterious location for them to investigate and as they go through their uh, ghost monster chasing antics they do not manage to find a real life living ghost no it's this it's the same stick where a music video plays and uh, uh, scooby and shaggy uh, manage to uh, 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 so solve the cases where it's always a guy in a mask Exactly, and this is not exactly what Daphne is looking for with her story. Uh, so, uh, hanging about and trying to find information, uh, the gang stumbles upon Lena, is her name? What's her name again? I actually have to, I probably have to check that out because I 
don't remember names that good. Let's see here. Uh, Simon, no, no, Lena. Yeah, it's Lena. Yeah. So they may they meet a local woman named Lena that is pretty convinced that her employer's house is definitely is definitely haunted, and she invites the gang to to the uh, plantation. What was it? It was a pepper plantation. Uh, in uh, the Louisiana swamp. Yeah, but it's it's pepper. Yeah, a pepper plantation. Yeah, pepper plantation. <laughs> so they go there. They travel through the the swamps of New Orleans. And can I just say, this movie? It's only an hour long, but it doesn't feel like, like okay. It's not an hour long. It's seventy. It's seventy seven minutes long, but none of that time feels wasted or rushed. It's, it just feels like a longer episode of Scooby-Doo with much nicer and much more detailed backgrounds and shots and interesting angles. Yeah, and shadows. Like, and like shadows. That's, that's something that I, re, re, that I re, really thought, thought about this movie is that how, how they actually animate the shadows in, in a way makes the, the feeling of this film so more, I, I guess, creepy. But as yes, I said, it's Scooby-Doo, so you never really feel creepy out but it definitely helps helps the feeling yeah because because it feels atmospheric and uh, you can perfectly see it when we see the guys in the montage mo- like getting monsters and and such because even like new orleans this whole place is such a nice backdrop for the story it's just like the rails the old townhouses the, the water the reflections it's so pretty uh, I, I I will agree uh, to a certain extent about the pacing of this film because to me I, I felt like the beginning and the setup was uh, really g- good uh, and felt like a nice flow to it. The, the conclusion I felt to me was felt a, almost a little bit rushed but eh, anyway it was still good. So with uh, Lena leading the gang through the swamps with uh, w- with her what 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 was his name let me see i have the name list right here jacques so they have their ferryman that that travels uh, possible visitors to the moonscar island where simon lenore with, a, with an extensive french accent lives and there's a rumor going on that there are, that a lot of people that go there are not coming back, um, and our team is just like, yes, content, this is cool. We can monetize that. Uh... <laughs> Did you see this in Swedish or English? I saw before I turned it to Swedish. I've I've listened to it in in before I turned it to English. I listened to it in Swedish. Yeah, because I had this thing on the DVD and. At, fir- at first, I wanted to watch this in e- English because this is an English-speaking podcast. But but when when I tried to put English on, it was like a switch to the other side of the disc, and I'm like, <laughs> "That's not well, happening." Well, 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 I guess I'm seeing this in Swedish now. <laughs> <laughs> so what you saw wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, Zombie Island. It was. Zombie, uh. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I have watched the Scooby-Doo content in Sweden, in Swedish whole my, my whole life, so 
it doesn't really affect me that much. Well, I mean, Scooby-Doo is pretty popular here in Sweden. I wouldn't, like, it's way more popular than in Poland, for example. But um, the gang is uh, arriving at the Moonscar Island, and they meet uh, Bo. Well, well, through their way of two dimension, they meet a few characters. Like, uh, there's one... Um... Uh, let's see, there's one snake but Scruggs uh, who uh, they, they meet uh, on the way on the ferry who I, I guess he's an angry fisherman. He tries to catch catfish uh, and he has a angry pig as a pet. And uh, there's there we also meet, uh, meet uh, the house's gardener. Yeah, gardener, which name is, um, let me see oh. here. Yeah, Bo. Yeah. Uh, so as the as the team is arriving at the at the uh, at the place, uh, it's come to it's it's came up that it, this full island is inhabited by multitude of cats, and Scooby, being a dog, cannot control himself around the cats. So chaos ensues. Everybody's in disarray. We see a lot of more of the island, and uh, we finally meet the owner of. Uh, of the pepper plantation, which is Simone Lenoir. Um, and uh, while being mad about the dog, she is more than welcome, more than welcoming to the gang and allows them to film the mysterious happenings and document the spookiness that takes place after the sunsets. Yeah, kind of weird in a way. A bunch of strangers just, hey, can we see, can we see the ghost, ghost in your house? Yes, sure. You can stay as long as you want. Yeah, I mean, in context of the movie, it makes sense. And I feel like the gang was too busy chasing a story to see potential kidnapping mm. coming their way. Yeah, so through this movie, um, because this is a uh, uh, pepper plantation, Scooby and Shaggy go... Uh, always try to eat some uh, pepper uh, and some other t- mysterious things uh, start to happen like Velma suddenly floating in the air and ghost writing on d- uh, the... There's literal ghost writing on the wall <laughs> to, to letting him do- to go out. <laughs> yeah, which later Velma uh, Velma destroys the the wall and finds that uh, there, there's a writing on an old ghost or an old pirate ship which was uh, uh, helped when building the house. Exactly. And it... Can we go into the spoiler territory? Yeah, sure. Uh, because I wanted to talk so- about something. Um, let's, sure, let's go into spoiler t- category. So, the whole deal of this movie is that Simone and uh, Le- Lena, Lena, Jesus, Lena, she's not Swedish. <laughs> so, Lena and Simone and Jacques uh, periodically kidnap victims onto the island to sacrifice them and to keep up their immort- immortality, right? Yeah, and that's exactly what they're doing. Exactly. And I wanted to point out. Once you know this fact, you can kind of see how Simone, what like why Simone is so welcoming to the house. 
and how she's playing with the pendant as they're talking about staying over for the night. Mm. Like, she's already... There's cogs going on in her head how she will sacrifice the gang. Yeah, I guess there's also kind of that twist of that the, because, because of how the film works and because of the ti- title, you, you're, you're just expecting that the, the, ghost, the, the ghost and the mystery or the so, some, zombies that co- comes in, into this island... But the true um, monsters are cat people, I guess. Exactly. And it's a nice twist. It's like twist villains isn't really something that usually happens in Scooby-Doo. And it it's even less likely that the monsters are aiming to help the gang escape certain death. Yeah, but, but when they were revealed that they were cat monsters, I was a kind of like... When was when was this even hinted at in the film that they were cat monsters? Okay, so maybe cat monsters. I mean, cats on the island. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I guess that's the biggest hint that there's a lot of cats. Like it didn't come out of nowhere, but it's I still kind of did cats. in some way. Yeah. Okay. I guess. But yeah, yeah. When Shaggy and Scooby le- leaves the house because. Uh, the owner's getting really tired of Scooby-Doo because he's a dog. Um, Shaggy and Scooby um, gets get some food from the house and drives uh, uh, near the lake, I guess. And when that and that lake on that night uh, starts to act very weirdly, there comes winds and uh, weird green lightning kind of things that goes into the water and actual real real zombies starts to get out. Yeah, and it's it's been already hinted at that these monsters they're real since we already had like the writing on the wall or the mirror with the ghost inside and now we have like reanimated like restitched zombies going after Scooby and and, and Shaggy. Yeah, that was always the kind of commercial point of this film was the it's actual real monsters <laughs> which which they are because uh, uh, after a, a while Fred Wellman uh, Daphne goes looking for uh, um, Shaggy and Scooby and they also find the gardener yeah uh, so Bo. throughout the entire movie movie Bo has been kind of made this red herring since um, it's been point like it's been pointed that he doesn't really, really like the gang since they they they, they, they destroyed his work. Um, he's always missing in some other place, mm. or like mysteriously he mis- mysteriously disappears when like ghost shit is happening. Yeah, he's the one that is supposed to be easily um, taught taught of that he could be the villain, and because he's the most easy to. Or because he is the easy cho- choice, it's of course not him. Exactly. So as Scooby and uh, uh, and Shaggy disappear into the woods and the gang is looking for them, more monsters start to come out and the rest of the gang finally realize that hey, as they're trying to like tear face like tear the face off a guy, uh, trying to unmask him, the head pops off and. That's a zombie man. <laughs> There's not much more to say. One one thing that I do like about the so, so, zombies is that 
uh, at the fir- first uh, uh, you're kind of you're kind of this seeing this um, pirates design and you you're thinking that there's something about this pi- this old pirate mi- mystery and the crew and there's a, a l- large part of the zombies are pirates and then you you're just kind of seeing some hints of uh, this how the story will go in in the future because suddenly there's zombies we- wearing um, army dresses and like burlesque dresses yeah and like hawaiian stuff yeah so uh... vacation clothes and you kind kind of you just like hmm that's a bit curious yeah because you could easily make the argument that hey that the the guys making this movie kind of messed up they just, they just kind of threw everything like there was but because of the earlier hint from Jackass that people go disappearing in these parts it kind of still like con- like it kind of still makes the mystery interesting it gives you a hint towards what look like what to look after yeah and uh, i guess what happens next is that we're getting actual explanation of what happens because uh, lena and simon actually reveal them- themselves to be uh, cat monsters who suck the 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 li- life energy out of people to stay to stay alive because they have al- been alive for like 200 years or something and they were part of a group that was on the island and they came pirates and destroyed pre- pretty much e- everything and killed everyone except for those two and so they through their god created a curse uh, on on the pirates and apparently also on themselves. Exactly, and uh, as they are feeding on the monsters that's killed, that, the, that killed their people, if they want to continue living, they have to feed off new victims. And with time, as this was an island and it became inaccessible, they had to recruit Jaques, who also beca- who also wanted eternal life. And since then, the three of them been preying on anyone close or anyone interested in when, as the harvest moon is approaching. I think that was the exact time that they need to do the ritual. Yeah, there, there was also a, the reason why there's some plantation is because uh, the, through the years there ca- came, uh, there came uh, so, some. Uh, I, I guess some people that just made a plantation. Yeah, it was just settlers and they took it over. Yeah, and then they, they were killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, makes sense since I don't feel like the girls would be able to build like a like a such a big mansion by themselves. When I think about, about it, in Scooby-Doo media, uh, in, in episodes like... It's very child friendly. Like no one gets really hurt. No one, uh, if if there's a kidnapping, they are kind of always just okay. But in in this movie, it really is like there's these zombies that you're seeing. They are, have all been tri- tricked by this woman, and and they have died. Yeah, I mean, I've mentioned this before, but we had a whole scene when Shaggy and Scooby fell into like the hole, one of the holes. And it just was this animated shot of this zombie skeleton getting like regaining his rotten flesh and like that was scary as hell <laughs> for 
that, that time, I guess. I mean, it yeah, wasn't for like... Scooby-Doo standards, I guess, also. Exactly, and let's not forget, in the flashback, we had people eaten by crocodiles. Yeah, uh, there was. It wasn't shown, but yeah, they were, they were eaten by crocodiles. <laughs> so, yeah, act like death in, in a Scooby movie is not... It, 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 that was surprising. Yeah, it, this movie is a kind of a, a, a mix of more mature storytelling and still having that old classic Scooby, Scooby-Doo formula uh, in it because it, 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 it is made a bit darker than... That's, what, that's kind of what I also hinted at before when I said that the team had more creative freedom. So this movie is a bit darker but at, at the same time it still continues with this the actual Scooby-Doo franchise like it, it it isn't it's still Scooby very clearly Scooby-Doo but i think as we said before this show was always a little bit dark and creepy and this movie Zombie Island the sequels and let's say more recent releases like Mystery Incorporated kind of show that the darker you made it like that this show really thrives with a bit more mature themes mm. And making it more child-friendly is not necessarily always a more creative idea. Or let's say a more safe idea or a cool idea, a better idea. I think one sad thing is that Mr. Incorporated, I think that can, or is probably counted as old Scooby-Doo media now. Uh, like, uh, like I think there's been three, three other shows since that, that show. I'm uh, because there, there, there was like an, another Scooby-Doo do sh- show uh, and then there was like another Scooby-Doo show where they met a lot of celebrities and I guess I'm not exactly sure how Velma counts. I don't think it should count. I think it should be its own thing we can dislike. <laughs> mm. Well, we, we can discount it, I guess. Um, but nevertheless, uh, going back to the plot, uh, as the women, desi- as the main villains re- reveal themselves and reveal their backstories, um, they counted on making voodoo dolls of all of the main gang plus Bo, but not Scooby and Shaggy, since they discounted their ability to do anything. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby are running around the island trying to escape. They stumble upon Jaquez that tries to kill them. Again, violence. Um, they run back into the cavern, uh, and with their shin- with their combined power of shenanigans and luck, and zombies storming the place, they fumble the dolls out of the fire. They they let they, they give they give them their friends a chance to untie their knots on the wood dolls, um, and the gang traps the uh, the get the Catwoman just long enough for the time window. To close for their sacrifice. Yeah, so inst- so instead it's the, the cat people that uh, fades away, I guess. Exactly, they crumble into dust, mm. and shortly afterwards, so do the zombies. And the zombies finally gets peace. I mean, they were ho- not all of them. Well, the pi- well the pirates were ho- horrible people, but I guess the rest of them were. Yeah, the rest of them were just casualties. But I'm. Mm. 
So uh, so there's some people that I, I thought of that actually too. It's kind of like oh, and the zombies are getting peace. Am I supposed to feel good for the the pirates because they were still shits? I think that's why the it it was the military men that thanked the gang for their involvement, right? Yeah, I th- I think it was. Because they were the most obvious victims that we know that we knew most about. Hmm. So yeah, the Scooby Gang uh, saw. I'm not uh, exactly sure about solving the case, but the the case is uh, the case ended, I guess. Yeah, I mean the case ended, but the problem was because this whole deal was about Daphne getting footage for her program, but during the final third of the movie. The gang lost the camera with all of the footage, so they have nothing to show for all of their adventures. Yeah, the the only thing that they had was the detective Vo, I guess, were, was willing to do an interview with Daphne. Oh yeah, he was a cop all this time, which explained why he was so weird and gone and missing all of the times. Yeah, because he was trying to find evidence, because <laughs> there had been a lot of uh, mysterious uh, disappearance on the island. Yeah, just like Jackass says, like, people go to the island, but they never come back. And as I as I said be- before, kind of just how I feel about this movie is that, uh, about the pacing, is that I feel like the beginning and the setup is really good. It's, uh, it's a nice pace, but when when actually this, the zombie starts to appear, I feel like some of the classic Scooby-Doo tropes disappears a bit because uh, at the end of the day Velma doesn't solve the mystery it the mystery it kind of just comes to them and the villains explain the plot the mystery to them so Velma doesn't really solve the case uh, and and the, there's no real uh, t- trap that is set up by Fred and the and the gang Scooby and Shaggy kind of just r- runs into the cave and then they uh, create, start to create chaos and uh, they manage to... They got lucky. They got lucky. The only reason for why the gang is still alive at this point is because of luck. And I think I think it actually kind of fits with the monsters being real. And the only reason for why the gang is safe is because of sheer luck. Because when real monsters came to play... Tricks and schemes and investigation doesn't always work. Yeah, I guess that's one way to look at it. To me, it... I don't know, to me it felt a little bit bit rust, uh, but... uh, At the same time, it it doesn't really ruin the uh, the experience. Like, it's still fun and... Yeah, but I can see what you mean. Like, it kind of, like... It kind of misses few key points from the formula. But I don't miss it. I I, st- I I just feel like the setup was doing doing what was going on for such a long time, and then when the conclusion finally comes, <laughs> then we start to move really quickly. Yeah, I feel like I think I think the pacing maybe since this movie is a seventy-seven minute romp, right? It's not even one and a half hour. No. So I guess they kind of had to pick up the pace, and I feel like the pace got picked up. It was after Ghost riding on the wall, and then they run again, and after the riding and Velma levitates, 
Shaggy and Scooby kind of have like want to eat again, and then they get delegated to the van, and that's when the monst- like the real zombies come out. Yeah, I don't, I don't really feel like there's a lot, a lot of time spending on actually solving the mystery either. Because I mean, they, 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 there were clips. They researched the mirror, and they kind of, and Velma kind of did bring up the that the whole building is made out of materials from uh, Moonscore, like Moonscar's ship. I, I guess that's uh, kind of how the film wa- also wants to trick you because. Uh, throughout the film, you're kind of thinking that uh, this has something to do with with the pirates. That it's the pirate ghost or so- zombies or something like that. And it's very set up with the clues to be the zombies. So when that twist comes, maybe this is kind of smart when I think about it. It works both, both ways. Since the wood being from the pirate's ship... It still works since the settlers that came after the pirates, they used the wood to build the building and they were killed. But it still points to the story. It's still, it like, when we were revealed that, oh, there were pirates in the ship and they killed everyone, it wasn't a surprise, right? No. How I feel, how I feel about this film in a whole is that the, uh, it's a very good Scooby, Scooby-Doo movie. It's... Uh, one of the better Scooby-Doo movies. I've never, I never actually s- seen this film as being as spectacular as I feel like the internet have decided it to be. Like I still feel like it's a very good Scooby-Doo m- movie and one of the better ones. But the the way people sometimes praise this, I I don't entirely see it. I see it as a really good Scooby, Scooby-Doo movie and one of the better ones, so don't got, get, get me wrong, because I really like this film. I have to agree with you, since it's all, it's, it's I, I have to think at every single point you said, since, yeah, it's it's a good movie, but it's not a spectacular thing. Um, it's a departure from the formula, but I think a lot of people's perception of this movie being so great is because Maybe they watched this movie when they were little, and they were very into Scooby-Doo at the moment of this movie's release. Well, well, as we said, if you compare this film to, to a lot of, I guess, a lot of newer Scooby-Doo movies, because if, if, if I remember correctly, like there's one straight-to-DVD Scooby-Doo movie per year, maybe even more than that, and a lot of them are very light lightly to- tone tone nowadays and so i guess this film kind of uh, strikes out a bit more because this actually goes a bit darker it actually goes in a the direction that you maybe want scooby-doo to go in yeah uh, i know we're we're talking for quite a bit here but i just wanted to mention on topic of straight to dvd movies so uh a new a new tidbit in 2019, there was a Scooby-Doo movie called Return to Zombie Island. Yeah, I, I, I know about that film. And seeing the, the difference in tone between these two movies is staggering. That movie is so weird because it's trying to capitalize on the popularity of Zombie Island, but at the same time, it's like... It's, it's like screwing over what the original was at the same time. 
because uh, I think in that mo- movie I haven't seen it, but what, what I've heard is like they they are taking kind of the mystery from the first fi- film and kind of all like well it, it was all along a guy in a mask. Are you actually serious? They invalidate the movie. Yeah, it, it, if I rem- remember what I ever heard about this film, that's kind of what they're doing. They're taking they're taking something that is really popular in the Scooby Doo fra- franchise, and they they are taking their new, new franchise approach on it. Like it's such a weird thing to me because it's like they're they're taking this beloved thing and kind of ruining it. I think that's 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 pretty much the the summary of the prequels, sequels, and Hollywood milking of every property that you hold dear. Well, well some Scooby Doo, there's a lot of Scooby Doo ca- kind of stuff that I love, but. If you're being honest about Scooby Doo, it's a franchise that that is very very well known for, I guess, being milk milked because the Scooby Doo is a franchise that for for some re- reason it just it just works in a very many ways and even what people and even whatever Scooby Doo managed to. Uh, to do it always somehow makes makes money or makes it works like there's been lego scooby-doo it it has been puppet scooby-doo there's been four live action scooby-doo and it's it's in some ways it's kind of works because scooby-doo has always kind of been a franchise that's very campy if you can say it like that i think scooby-doo is like the the i'm lacking word for it the campiest of children's TV shows like if you see any character like clothes or mannerism in Scooby-Doo, that's Camp Baby. It's definition of it. Mm. And, and the weird thing is that whatever the Scooby-Doo franchise decides to do, it, it's the, it, they can still make money of it because Scooby-Doo, for some weird reason, just works in everything. I guess <laughs> they found the formula. Um, before we close off. I just wanted to just one little tidbit that I that I really want to talk about. It's not gonna be long. I just wanted to like compliment the location of the movie. I loved the 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 swamps, the the little towns, and I've noticed how much food was present in the movie. It's either like fried shrimp or gumbo or like like toasts or like peck and pie. A lot of it very like like southern. Which kind of like yeah, this feels like a like doesn't really feel so relevant or it's so much shown in the media nowadays. It kind of feels fresh for an old movie. Mm. I don't know why, but I saw a, f- a fact where so- someone was writing that it seems like Fred Jones is eating a lot more in this movie than he uh, than he has ever done in his previous appearances. Duh, because there's there's a movie, there's several scenes where they have to eat food. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, who 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 really checks out how much Fred eats? <laughs> like, like, why is that a thought that someone has had? That's and sick- re- right effect about it's it. It's sickos. It's sickos. I tell you, there are people who check. <laughs> so, well, well, if 
the, my most favorite part actually from this film is probably the animation of it. Like it still has that classic cartoony look, but it's it still but it gets like more mature shadows and spooky feeling. Like I I, I probably would wish that ev- every Scooby Doo movie would have this animation. Yeah, it drips with effort. And uh, in total. In total, I would give uh, this film maybe a seven or an eight out of ten. Like this is, this really is uh, one of the better Scooby Doo movies, and uh, yeah, yeah, it uh, it really delivers. Yeah, I would give it maybe seven, maybe eight. I'm I'm on the fence since I have to wait for a year until I can like show it to my niece. I'm gonna go with an eight because I'm still planning to show it, to to show it to her. So, 8 Scooby Snacks out of 10. Yeah, I guess you can say that. And uh, it was a really good Scooby-Doo movie, I guess. Uh, Should we end this episode, Carol? Yeah, and as always, thank you all for listening in this spooky and scary season. And we hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, or follow us on socials like Twitter, YouTube, or Tumblr. And also, big thanks to Jahazar for intro and outro comedy. See you again in the next episode. And have a wonderful day. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.